welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 104 of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. It's not a special episode. You're welcome. I ate 104 bowls of breakfast cereal in 30 minutes. I shit like a goat, which is unpleasant. We now return you to our normal dick and fart jokes. Listen, I got two things to say. One, all the best cereals have too much fiber in them. That's a problem. <laughs> um, just telling you because eating a serving of cereal sucks. Nobody wants two thirds of a cup of anything. Damn it! If you have double that, you shit your pants two hours into the morning. It's bullshit. Second of all, wow, you get two hours. That's amazing. <laughs> have you guys, uh, you know, like kind of like a rite of a pass, rite of passage as a boy growing up? You like you learn to snap your fingers. You learn to you learn to whistle. And you learn to arm fart. Can you guys arm fart or could you as kids? Yes. As a, as a kid, I could. I can't do it anymore. Um, let me try and see if I can still do it. I was impressing Zoe with it the other day. You guys hear that? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like body hair and deodorant and moves kind of get in the way. Um, <laughs> but as a kid growing up, have you learned like you can do like knee farts? Do you guys ever do ball farts? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have not. They're awesome. But here, hold on. <laughs> oh man. It's one hell of a party trick. Uh you, just let everybody know we're getting that. back on track with our humor. Yeah, Ball you'll, farts. Have to, you'll have to do that at the Christmas party. Oh my hold god. On, let me wait. let me let me give it. No, 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 I can't get it. I must not have, have it right. I'm just picturing like all the women at the party being like, oh man, you guys get all the fun. <laughs> How's everybody doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm better now that we've discussed ball farts. Yeah. Uh, summer camp or it was, it was like, uh, camp for like if you live in a town and your parents can't afford daycare, it's where they send those kids. Oh, yeah, I went to one of those. <laughs> so I went to like the what would you call it? Like the kid concentration camp. It's probably very insensitive, but there was fencing and we couldn't get out. Um, <laughs> so it was like all the poor kids were kind of corralled in this like squared off like football field and they kind of just threw like the juice barrels at us to keep us alive and they were just like do whatever you want because there was like teenagers watching us the whole time uh and then basically we were so bored we just like what can we what kind of the body parts make fart noises other than our butts and that's when i discovered ball farts yeah uh <laughs> i've been sitting on that joke literally sitting on that joke for like weeks 
Um, what's new, guys? Other than being tired and old. Yeah, same old, same old. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a uh, truer and truer. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, your unhinged Muppet episode was a huge, huge success. Woohoo! Tons of compliments. Everybody loved it. Uh, everybody was amazed at how many crazy ass Muppet impersonations you could do. So uh, congratulations. And yes, everybody wants more of unhinged murderous animal, which we will get to. <laughs> uh, I do not want to rush back to it right away because it won't be as funny. But don't worry, he'll be back. <laughs> well, he'll he'll also find his way onto a Raised by Rentals episode. Just saying. Yeah, he was that popular. Mm. We uh we control the zeitgeist here <laughs> at Count Creepyhead. We kind of spread over to other podcasts. You're welcome. Actually, thank Josh. Don't thank me. <laughs> uh, I just had the wherewithal to let Josh do whatever he wants. <laughs> Which I don't know if I can take responsibility for that because Josh does whatever he wants, anyways. So I don't know. You give me some. You do give me some pretty gold prompts. Uh, <laughs> Josh does what a Josh will do. Yeah. Kind of just like I was out and about one day, and you, I just found this hilarious crazy person. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking credit for it. Yay. <laughs> um. <sighs> big news, everybody. Jerry's closet back is jab badge jab jab. Jerry's yes. closet's back. <laughs> back again. Tell a friend. Jerry's back. Uh, Sam has brought Jerry's closet back in the digital space. So now, if you didn't have the time to drive out to East Aurora, now you can just go online. Yeah. Anything your little heart desires. Um, I want to talk to you guys. I have a gift card for Jerry's closet, and I wanted to have like a fun contest or something. So if you guys wanted to win a $25 gift card for Jerry's Closet, which buys a lot at Jerry's Closet. Comic books, trading cards. She's got Universal Monsters and Marvel Brothers stuff up uh, right now. Or perhaps you're a fan of vintage pornography. Sam's got it. Yeah, right? Everything was better in the the 80s, including the porn. Because (laughs) there's, there's plots and stuff? I don't know. Much more body hair. That's right. <laughs> Women had must wait. Men had mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, what do you guys think we could do for a contest? That would be easy and fun for people to participate. And this wouldn't be like Matt just comes and takes it because nobody else is. <laughs> kind of thing. Hmm. We'll have to think about this. I think. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to let this percolate. Uh, I'm thinking maybe like the next episode we'll have it. And when you win, I can just email you the code on the card. So I don't have to mail it to you or drive it to you. Anybody could have it. Um, it, You know, something like send us a picture of your toys. Something easy. You know, just do something funny. I don't know. Um, Send us your best armpit fart. Yeah. (laughs) You got a part of your body that farts that shouldn't? Let us know. Boogie Man's closet. We're so out of... I I have training wheels on. I'm I'm out of touch. Uh, (laughs) How creepy head. Let us know what farts on your body, and uh, maybe we'll send you a prize. So if you could do toe farts, uh, neck farts, I don't know. Let us know. Ooh, maybe maybe give us the best one-liner for the count that makes us laugh the hardest. 
Oh, yeah. that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, winner, I like that too. Winner gets a gift card, and the count will say your line uh, to open the next episode. So I am not a whore. Blah. Yeah, something. <laughs> your mama's so fat. We're in her right now. Uh, what else is going on, Josh? How is Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man it was so fucking good. It like it was one of those games that, and I played the hell out of it. Like I did all the side. I'm pretty sure I've got 100% on it. Yeah. Um, and by the time you get to the end of it, even still, you're just like, but more. But I love those types but of games. Give me more. Um, same level of difficulty. Uh, actually, I will say they. In some respects, it's a touch easier if you want it to be. Uh, but overall, they improved on a lot of things from the first game that people were very critical of, like the Mary Jane sections. Good. Um, and a lot of the, the different uh, side missions aren't as ridiculous. Um, my only complaint about the first game, and bear in mind I'm not a gamer, um was traversing sometimes it had some of those missions where you got to like swing through the the floating circles they, yep those are some of the things that they they sort of toned down so yeah that that was the only thing that i thought was too hard because like i'm a big fan and, and you are two of the arkham games uh a big problem i had was in the second arkham game was controlling the batarang to get the riddler trophies yes took me six months to get the hang of that and then that turned into the Batmobile stuff. And at that point, I was just done. I was like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I do no, not this, have the dexterity. This is, it feels like a streamlined, they streamlined the things that really, really worked from the first game. And cut the things that were kind of meh. So, like, there, there aren't as many gadgets, which I've seen people complain about. But, I mean, since when has Spider-Man been known for gadgets? Yeah, I never right. used half of them. <clears throat> so I feel like what's there is perfect. I love the switching back and forth. Venom is fucking awesome. And I don't want to, obviously, I don't want to give any spoilers, but they, there are a lot of directions they could go with both DLC and a future game. So cool. I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens because there's, there's a lot of possibilities. Uh, and whatever they do, I'm on board for, because, like, I have never been a fan of Craven. Me neither, this, but this game makes him look really cool. This this Craven is a Craven you fear. Uh, this Craven, like, hunts and murders people. Nice. Oh. He, is, he is hunting to kill. Like Don Dorazio. <laughs> Very much like Don Durazio. Did you see that Don was dressed up as an alien for Halloween to mess yep. with kids and she was giving out anal probes? <laughs> yeah. And all I could think of was like my whole life I've wanted to get my B hole finger banged by an alien and I was just living in the wrong city this whole time. Missed your opportunity. It pisses me off. Um you think you're gonna get a Kit Kat and you get your prostate checked. Thanks, Don. No, that one didn't land as 
right. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn's not going to check this now, out. Dawn, Dawn now, actually gives out good candy. She's good people. See, uh, but and, the question is, what didn't land? The joke or Dawn's finger? Oh! Um, Dawn, thank you for being Zoe's biggest customer from the Crafty Chicken. Uh, it means a lot to Zoe, and as soon as I am back in the falls, I will be dropping off your ghosts. You know what that means. Um, Mike, what is going on with Boogeyman's Closet? I know you guys are taking a break, and I know there are some special episodes coming out. Uh, yeah, we are. Well, we're actually ramping up to do our Christmas horror yep. uh, round four. We're going to be starting recording early so we can uh, get a jump on Christmas since the month is always insane. So we'll be recording uh, some of those. And then we do have a special episode actually with you coming out uh, before the end of the month where we will be covering The Pit. Um I'm I'm looking forward to that because that movie is so fucking weird, <laughs> and that's gonna make for some fun conversation. I am so excited. <laughs> uh, it'll it'll be you, me, and Sam, and it, it should be very fun. The Pit is a movie I have a history with, so um, I can remember when I first saw it, and there's a funny story that kind of goes with it. I'm I'm really excited to talk about it, um, and another movie possibly too. So. Yes, that'll be coming short. Actually, that'll be coming a few weeks later. Uh, but, 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 Josh, what's going on with Pikmin's? Uh, we are slowly gearing up uh, to do finally get the uh, Cluckingsworth and Ice Cream Kitty pack out there, but it's probably going to be a very limited release because after that, the focus is going to be very much on uh, getting new things ready for assembly required, which is nice because that always kind of kicks my ass into gear. Cool. Um. And honestly, that was some of our better shows because we had to be creative to kind of fill in the gaps that you were leaving because you were so focused on sculpting. Um, I know like your brain, once it kind of kicks into artist mode, I had to do a creative stuff on the show to kind of keep you crazy. Yes. So <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to that. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense, but... Um, I just like cool. the line, keep you crazy. <laughs> um... Then take my crazy pills. <laughs> That's right. So Jerry's Closet's back. Check our socials for the exact link. I wish it was like jerryscloset.com, but it's not. Um, Sam's also doing some really cool YouTube videos. Yeah. That uh, check them out. I, it's I don't know. It's very soothing just to have her like hold your hand and talk about weird shit that she has in her collection. Like she's very good at that. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, I wish I could explain it. Um, no, I, honest, I honestly want Sam to do a podcast. She's She's got a great voice for podcasting. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it didn't take her long to kind of find her legs. Some people, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. And it took her like an episode and a half of podcasting and she was there, yep. which uh, says a lot about Sam. We've got So Let's Come to This, a Simpsons Family Podcast. Um, if you haven't listened to their Treehouse of Horror episode, it was particularly good. Uh, Mike, what's going on with Raised by Reynolds? Oh, man, we just uh, I don't even know if I can describe the episode we just recorded. We recorded a Thanksgiving special. All I will say is that it plays in the National Lampoon's vacation movies. It is kind of horrific and it involves Pauly Shore. Um, So it's it was a hoot. You'll you'll have to check that out. And then we have uh, a 
one more episode coming up in November and then our final episode of the year, which is going to be our Christmas special. And that is going to be probably our most uh, daunting undertaking because we are going to know absolutely nothing going into it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited and scared for that one. You guys do the best stuff when you don't prepare. Thank you. <laughs> that, in my opinion, when you guys are like 100% ad-libbing, like you're literally just like shaking ideas in a, in a hat, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, okay, this is a movie about uh, Boglin that robbed a bank. <laughs> and boom. Um, hmm, Boglins that robbed banks. They might have given me an idea. That I, uh, Zoe bought me a pack of Boglin trading cards, which... And their Ooh. new Boglin trading cards, like from 2022, didn't know they were a thing. Dynamite made them, mm-hmm. uh, so they have them. I have them on my desk, and I'm just I'm looking at the the Blobkin, the Glow the Dark pumpkin one. Just like wow, but I couldn't think of anything, so I just looked to my side. Boglins. Um, if you guys need some really cool Christmas designs, go to Evil Leprechaun of Buffalo dot com. Uh, Tara. <laughs> Tara Marie Matravich. Yeah, Tara Marie Matravich, uh, who played the uh, Ewok Wicket in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I, I will no, say, really. uh, when she was working at Seven Gates as the crazy nope. baby nope. doll, don't hear about that. No. Terrifying. That no. Nope. Oh yeah. Yeah, sc- scared the shit out of me. Fuck. No, that doesn't exist. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me, me and Maurice and, and Danielle and, and our friend Jetson all went through and yeah, I turned the corner and Tara popped out and I was like, yeah, <laughs> like the idea of her like crawling out from under my bed in the middle of the night and trying to feed me a bottle. <laughs> no, now I'm, now I'm picturing barbarian. Yeah. Bop, like, bop, 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 bop. like, but it's just, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> She would slide out like freaking, oh my God, why can't I think of his name? The guy who played Green Goblin, uh, Willem Dafoe. He'd yeah. Slide out like Willem Dafoe in that one Family Guy episode. Hey, you sleeping yet? <laughs> like, <laughs> no? Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> Just slides back under. It It's tourist trap, but for <laughs> real. I happen to be a bit of a Tara Matravich myself. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that's Coffin Dreams LLC. Look them up. Give them your money. And if you need special effects stuff, I know it's Christmas time, but, you know, maybe you want to dress up as a zombie instead of Santa for Christmas, get a hold of Mike McCoy, her awesome fiancé. And uh, he's always available to do creepy shit. Uh, and last but not least, if you guys need awesome vintage Remco-style action figures or action figure cases, go to ZoloWorld.com. Guys, if you thought we were done with the Muppets, we're not done with the Muppets, because did you know that there's thousands of them? Indeed. They're everywhere. They were <clears throat> all birthed from Jim Henson. They're like his illegitimate children. He's sort of like, um, who's that basketball player that had sex with like 10,000 women? Um, shit, this joke is horrible. Jim Henson, Muppets. <laughs> I was going to make a joke I... that they're all like his illegitimate kids, like he's the donor that's just you fucking just stupid gave me a horrific <laughs> mental image when you said that jim henson birthed them all i just kind of <laughs> pictured him looking like do you guys remember the movie blade uh, the first movie blade yeah with the, the fat vampire in the basement 
Oh, God. Was like, I'm, I'm picturing Jim Henson like that, but with, like, egg sacs pulsating off of him and Muppets oh, coming out. Oh like, just kill me. Is he, like, the queen alien and he has, like, an egg-laying thing? Like, he's suspended from the ceiling and he's, like, he's splooping them? You're like... Oh, I will name you Kermit. <laughs> you are Walter. You can whistle. You know I have to draw this now, right? Uh, splorch. Just the sound. Of oh, it has to be splorch and sploop. Those are the only two sound effects. <laughs> uh, oh, my. All right. So, um, look, I'm not going to lie. I just told Josh to do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> and Josh was like, Muppets? And I was like, okay. So, uh Sit back, listen to Josh, and we're going to do some show and tell. Hiya, hiya, hiya. Fuzzy Bear here. And I'm going to tell you some jokes. So, 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 there are 4,000 words in the English language. And there are seven that you can't say on television. What a ratio that is. That's what they told us, remember? That's a bad word. No bad words. Bad thoughts, bad intentions, bad words. And you know the seven, don't you? Seven words you can't say on television. Ah. Waka waka. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Ah. Those are the heavy seven. Those are the simple ones that'll infect your soul. Curve your spine and keep your country from winning the war. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the George Carlin <laughs> seven <laughs> words bit. Oh my god! But with, but with Fozzie, like I know. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, oh damn! I needed to give Fozzie a win. Yeah, that, yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> Uh, which I, I suppose the only only viable response to that is Bobby telling a good joke. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, the funnier I find Fozzie. Yeah, I, I have to admit. Um, Josh, getting yes. good toys the last three uh, weeks. You know, I, I've been very sparing in what I've picked up for myself because it's been... A, a very, very heavy Christmas season. Yep. Uh, I feel like anytime I go out these days, it's like, oh, look at that cheap thing. I know someone that needs that. <laughs> yep. Uh, which, you know, I'm, I'm all for. Uh, I, I do have to, to take a second aside and, and brag a little bit because Ruth is the type of person, uh, she won't splurge on herself a lot. She will promote other people splurging she will splurge on other people. She'll like. She'll tell other people point blank. Like, I'm sorry, but that laugh got me. <laughs> yeah, I had a hard time continuing. Uh, but you know, no, she'll she'll point blank just be like, "You should get that now." Like, worry about where it'll go later. That's a future problem. Uh, but very often, like for herself, she'll be like, nah, "I don't know. No, I don't really need it. I'm putting it back." But uh, we went out to go Christmas shopping yesterday, and she bought more for herself than I think I've seen her buy in one outing, like, ever. And I, I was, it was a moment of just, like, 
so proud of you. <laughs> uh, granted, it was all very cheap because we we had uh, we found some some ridiculous things. Uh, I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow her in. It's something that I make fun of all the time. Uh, Ruth is a very big Twilight fan. <laughs> wow. And and I make fun of it mercilessly. I call it. I usually call it Twillet. And I yeah. have ridiculous names that I I refer to all of the characters as. And like I'll just say ridiculous things about them. Be like, remember that time in in Twillet when when the wolf was like, look at my dick. <laughs> and just you like you know ridiculous stuff like that uh but she yeah she she bought herself a uh, a twilight shirt that is apparently like something that a character wears in the movie but it's on the back because it's a hot topic shirt it has in big letters cullen coven <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but it was also like seven dollars, so I was like, "You totally need this. You have to get this." <laughs> I will make fun of it mercilessly, but you have to get it. Oh, uh, but no, I was I was very proud of her, so I had to I had to brag a little bit for show and tell and be like, "Oh my God, Ruth actually bought a bunch of stuff for herself." Nice. Uh, but one of the things that I ended up grabbing for myself yesterday because we hit the uh, the Disney outlet store, which is about forty minutes away from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that they have are are sometimes they have pretty decent park exclusives uh, at very cheap prices. Cool. Uh, and if it's something that really didn't do well at the park, it'll sit well, settle for a while and get really cheap. Apparently, the BB-8 Pride droids called BBU, okay, people just didn't weren't interested in. So it was uh, like six fifty plus twenty five percent off. Nice. And I was like, I want the gay droid. Well, yeah. And, you know, I got to give them credit. Uh, I had heard about this style of droid from, like, the the droid builder workshop that they did with the three and three-fourth inch. Uh, But it's the BB droid that actually, like, splits in half and has the droid power core inside and, like, the little dome pops off and it's customizable and has, like, little ports to plug things into it. It's an impressive little figure. I'm, I gotta say, I really am just like, okay, I really like you, gay droid. <laughs> You're a pretty little gay droid. I'm still laughing at the uh, werewolf saying, look at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, I got that. I got, um, Got a see now it's been so long that I'm, my brain is just like what did I get? But no, I got the uh, the Black Series Battle Damage Darth Vader. Oh yeah. Oh man, this all this makes me borderline angry. It's so nice because if all the Black Series figures were as nice as this one, then. I'd, I'd be more into Black Series. The quality of the fabric is top. It, it is one of the nicest capes, I think, on any Darth Vader figure. I I don't know what they did. I don't know what the fabric is, but it's damn near perfect. Um, the way you can see part of the face through the helmet is perfect. The helmet is not removable, 
it does not matter. Uh, it would just fall off anyway. But no, I, I can't say a single bad thing about the figure other than the price. Um, I use, I, I can't remember if I had a card or, or target bucks, but I got it down in price. But I, you know, honestly, it's one of the rare cases where I can be like, okay, if it's that nice, I kind of get the price. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's that nice of a figure. So Bravo Hasbro on (laughs) perfecting Darth Vader after 40 years. But Took no, long it, enough. it's, it's <laughs> like, genuinely, uh, it's genuinely a very, very nice figure. Uh, I also ended up picking up the Sabine Wren uh, vintage collection that uh, the deluxe one that comes with the little loaf cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is near perfect, but apparently there is a hit or miss issue with her that I ended up with, where I guess a a good or maybe the first batch of them. Uh, the walls of the helmet are cast just slightly too thick. So you really have to force it on there. And then it's really difficult to get off. Uh, Apparently they have corrected this already because people are already finding thinner helmet. I've seen like reviews of both versions. Okay. Uh, So it is a hit or miss problem. Other than the helmet, she is probably one of the nicest figures that I've handled in a long time. Uh, I'm, I'm angry that she's a deluxe figure mm-hmm. because if you look at the part count and all the things she comes with, you're, you get the same damn amount of stuff that comes with regular releases like Cal Kestis and, uh, what's his fr- fuck from, uh, the Starkiller. Right. Oh yeah. Like. There are certain vintage collection releases that you are getting just as many accessories with. So it makes no sense that she's a deluxe, but God damn, is she nice? Um, Of all the deluxe vintage figures I've purchased, the only one I would say that actually felt deluxe to me was the Dark Trooper. Yeah. Because it comes with a little like charging station. Boba Fett just came with the normal Boba Fett stuff and two stormtrooper heads. Like, oh look, I have helmets. Yep. <laughs> you know? And and freaking um why uh, Paz Vizla just came with his gear. Yep. And it's like, how is that vin- how is that cl- uh you know uh deluxe? I don't understand. Yeah, I really I don't get it, but I will say that she is goddamn nice. So if you can find her at a better price, she is absolutely worth the pickup. Um, I did get a couple other things that I can't talk about because I may have also gotten them for you guys. <laughs> I have some of those as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there, there are a couple of things that it's just like. There there was one thing that I, I picked up that was like, as soon as I opened it, I was like, God damn it. I need to go get two more of these right now. um but yeah no uh those are really the highlights because uh other than that it's been like pins i got a cool christmas ornament uh i got some some cheap wall art yeah 
Cool. Good times. Mike. Yes. Um. What'd you get? Uh, not Chlamydia. a whole. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm I'm taking my pills for that now. Um, I got uh, I mostly got a bunch of of like vintage style or retro style figures. I got um the Mars Attacks alien with the dog that uh, Jess bought for me from um, Super Seven. So I fucking love that figure. It's such a fun little figure. Like I love that his helmet comes off. He's just he's great. Um. I got the, uh, was it the Robot Reaper Glow-in-the-Dark Edition from the Worst? And uh, he, oh my god, I wish I had the regular version too, but he's so fucking cool. Like, I love the I love the design of this guy, I love the concept. It's just, the Worst figures are so good. Um, the Worst are I, the best! Th- they really are, I love them. <laughs> then I got, uh, I found at Ollie's the... Um, Marvel, uh, the Marvel retro figures of the thing, Venom and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed all three of those and I got to say this little Wolverine is a lot of fun. Like I've been having him fight my Sentinel. <laughs> he's just, he's a, he's a fun little action figure and they, they scaled him properly, which I really like. Um, and again, for like three ninety nine, I couldn't pass him up. I also got, what's the, the armorer's name from the Mandalorian. Do you guys remember? I always the forget her name. Is it just yeah, the armor? it's just the armor. Yeah, she doesn't oh, okay. Her. I thought she had a name. Um, but yeah, I got the retro version of her. Found her at Ollie's for three ninety nine, and again, just a great retro figure. Um, I think I had mentioned on a previous episode that I got Cad Bane the Vintage Collection. I, I can't remember. Yes, now. It's you been did. So long. Okay. Um, and then I got uh, God, what is his name? The Transformer, the the Brainstorm. Yeah, Brainstorm from the re-release. The no, 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 Brainstorm, he's the, the jet guy. Okay, I saw... Who's the, the headmaster's bat? Uh, mind wipe. Yes. I saw mind wipe at Ollie's. You know, I almost, mind wipe is really awesome, but his wings will deteriorate over time. I was going to get him, and I was like, I have him as Dracula. You know, See, so I didn't do it. You know yep. what's funny is I almost bought that for you for Christmas because I have him. And then I remembered that you had the Dracula one. I was like, oh, shit, it's just, you know, he already has the repaint version. <laughs> so, well, he's, he's cool. And I was like, yeah. ah. but then, you know, Josh is right. It's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And even like no matter how hard I try to prepare, I always forgot like 15 people. Oh, same. And it's like, this is the time that it's like, oh, crap. I just spent $300 without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I well, was. Uh, oh, good. I, I was just going to mention that what I, you know, I already mentioned uh, to, to Mike off the air is that I had a moment, yeah, a Christmas shopping where I stopped dead in my tracks because I saw something that was perfect for Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's that's Zoe. It's it's tough this time of year because, like, you know, I, I was telling Josh off the air that I keep finding deals online where I, I'm getting stuff for the both of you, and then I'll be like, well, I want one. <laughs> it's like I'm buying myself one, too, and it's like, shit, I got to stop doing that. Um, but then last but not least, I got from the uh, Solo movie, the Star Wars Solo movie, how they had those little two-packs of, like, retro-style figures. They had the Lando and Kessel, uh, Kessel Guard two pack and i was like okay you know it's it's five bucks it's two figures and a little cannon i gotta say even at five dollars i feel ripped off hasbro really 
really dropped the ball on these figures. And these are from like 2017. So the simple fact that they were charging like 20 bucks back in 2017 for this shit is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, they're great designs. Like the sculpts are really nice. The plastic is cheap as fuck. It warps easily. Um, the articulation, you know, it's basic, your basic articulation. But in the case of Lando, the way he moves, like his articulation is limited by his clothing. So it's like, it's already limited articulation, but then it's going to, it's going to be limited even more. Yeah. Um, the, he has a holster on the side of his leg that doesn't properly fit his gun. So it's like, well, what's the fucking point of that? Um, and then my favorite part is the cannon that you put together. The plastic is so cheap that all of it is warped. So the damn thing doesn't even look like a cannon. It just, you know, the legs bend in on themselves. Like it's, it's fucking awful. Uh, the only thing I can say good about it is that now I have a little Donald Glover standing on my desk. <laughs> That's. Hey, but, this is America. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I mean, it's cool, but at the same time, cause it looks great, but the, as toys, they're terrible. Um, so yeah, I can understand why those are all showing up at discount shops and didn't sell for shit. Um, cause yeah, like I said, $5, I feel ripped off. Oh, I will, so. I will chime in with a fun thing that I totally forgot about that I, that I picked up. Um, I, have you guys seen that, uh, there are, uh, the Super 7 Re- Reaction Blind Box Godzilla figures that are starting to hit Target? Yes. Yeah. And, I, and every time I find it, I just find the empty box. So if, yeah. if you can actually find the case, they're pretty easy to tell at least like what godzillas are are in the case Mm -hmm. because godzillas are obviously the heavier ones it's just the question of which godzilla gotcha Um, i was hoping for the glitter godzilla because ruth loves glitter and Mm -hmm. glitter godzilla just sounds fun right uh i ended up with the black and white silver screen godzilla and i am not unhappy that is awesome Honestly, any of them I would be happy with. I just, I want to see one that I can actually purchase. I just see the empty box everywhere. Yeah. But uh, one thing I, I I don't think I mentioned on a previous show, I know I told you guys about, but I did order myself the uh, Super 7 Astro Zombie, um, specifically the the colorway of the old Fisher-Price Adventure People astronaut. So yes. The black, the black and blue one. And my God, like... I just I'm falling in love with with these retro figures lately. He's so much fun. Like it's it just it takes me back to the old adventure uh, adventure people. Oh, yeah, I agree. So very cool figure. Um, let me chime in here. I saved myself for last because I got the, the big thing that I think everybody's going to want to hear about. Let me I, I paired this down. It's always stuff that I forget brought to you by Jerry's Closet. Um, and briefly uh, mentioning because it is that time I'm going to mute out for a minute. Because okay. the beasts. Be dumb. Uh, I got the San Diego Comic-Con Chuckles oh. from uh, Classified, G.I. Joe Classified. Everything Chuckles needs, he's got it. He's got uh, a bunch of different weapons, different hands. He's got, this is an accessory I never knew that I needed until I had it. He's got a broken handcuff you can put on his wrists, mm-hmm. which I always just think is cool. Um, you can take all of his weapons off so he can just be like a regular dude, which mm. is something that like I always loved about the original Chuckles, with the exception of like the knife that you could have on his leg that couldn't go anywhere. Um, because as a kid, you want you don't want your guys to be like have grenades on their chest 24 hours a day. Right. Um, so Chuckles was like a rare exception. 
Um, he's cool. I don't know if you justify the price of all the extras and the special packaging. It's cool packaging. Um, he comes with a little boombox that's Soundwave, that's which is awesome. pretty cool. He's got headphones that he could wear. Uh, a beat up face, a regular face, brass knuckles. He's a sweet figure. Um, I got the Mega Mutant and the entire new wave of Ninja Turtles figures. Oh, I haven't even seen them yet. Um, not all of the new figures are super awesome, but you can look at them in the package and kind of make your mind up if you want them or not. Like Genghis Frog mm-hmm. doesn't really do much. His tongue sticks out. He's got ball shoulders. He can hold an axe. But like the way he's designed in the movie, I don't know how he could be an action-packed toy. Right. Um, but like um, Mondo Gecko sweet. So is Wingnut. Um, even though like Wingnut on her, you can see there's points where you think there's articulation and there isn't uh, oh, because I of the robot that. arms. So you kind of have to be it's you're not going to break her because it's yeah. designed to be played with. Um, but there's like two spots in particular. You're like, I'm just going to turn this and it, it doesn't. Um, but it's just the way it's sculpted. It's sort of like the animated Masters Universe Netflix guys. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, these should have ball shoulders and they don't. I hate that. I was just going to say, is it like that? Um, yeah. No, she's got ball shoulders, but, mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, yeah, they have the ball shoulders movement, but the way it's sculpted with the robotics, it's like, a Limited. an eyelet joint. I don't know how you would describe it. It would make sense when you see it. Who's the fourth one that I'm forgetting? Um, oh, scumbug. Scumbug. Yep. Scumbug's the, the winner. Absolutely. Because you can, it comes with splinters portrait <laughs> and she's puking. Now, Which, does does the pu- is the puke permanently attached, or can you take it out? You can take it out. Okay, cool. It, it plugs into the mouth, which I'm mad that April O'Neil doesn't have that feature. Uh, right? That, that would thought, make sense. Uh, Spew O'Neil, or whatever they called her, I thought that would be really fucking funny. And the Mega Mutant, solid for 20 bucks. Really mm-hmm. solid. Uh, great, you know, great toy. A lot of detail. Um some of it kind of gets lost in the paint. So the details are a little bit soft. Like you can't see individual ponies that well mm-hmm. in the leg made of horses, but it's still cool. Um, mouth oh, open. Yeah. Uh, my only complaint is that the same thing that the Baxter Stockman or the Superfly. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The claw doesn't open. It's like permanently closed. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get it. You know, it's meant for, for younger kids, but it would have been really nice to have the claw that open and close. Uh, pinchy claw would be mm-hmm. cool i get it because then you have to put a spring in there and that's an extra three dollars on the toy or whatever but um otherwise it's fine but it also kind of fits in with the super flat figure they're both the same so i guess the aesthetics are uh i got the newest wave of gi joe figures from walmart the walmart exclusive ones the one to talk about though is mole rat mole rat is awesome it's uh, low-level Cobra soldier that is exposed to dark energon and turned into a zombie. Mm-hmm. So it's either a gas mask, uh, Harry Warden type character, or there's an alternate head that's a zombie with crystals growing out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking awesome. And it's got like the original Toxo Viper kind of guns. You can build the gun into a drill or like a flamethrower. It comes with a radiation detector, a lantern. Really cool figure. Um, I got two because I wanted both profiles. I thought they were both really cool looking. Um, I think the only thing that would have made it perfect is if they had like an open zombie hand. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that's pissing me about pissing me off about the new GI Joes is they don't have an open hand option, especially if you have a guy holding like a shotgun. His second hand can't wrap around it because the plastic's too stiff. Oh, yeah. that's annoying. So if they had like an eagle claw hand, you know, like a bad kung fu movie, I think it would like hold on to things better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm splitting hairs, honestly. Uh, but anyways, all right, let's get to the the big big purchase, the NECA dog thing. Which I got right around Halloween, and I built it Saturday night. Um, this is the hardest to assemble action figure since, like, the Hasbro Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Probably, in my opinion. Um, the instructions, it comes with instructions, but they're useless. Just by virtue of um, how the toy's designed. Or how it's designed in the movie. So you've got all these ball joint ports to plug in tentacles, essentially. Because you get two dogs. You get the regular husky that you can transform into the spider husky. Mm -hmm. And all the swappable parts are on ball joints. So you've got to heat everything up in boiling water or with a heat gun or a hair dryer to pop the parts off because the ball joints are so small. Um, and then the other dog, the mutated dog at the back of the kennel, you have the option to put like the big arms on it. You've got the option to add and swap all these parts, but the instructions have a hard time of conveying like what comes off to add the parts onto it. If that makes sense, because there's a dozen different ball joint slots and you don't know what tentacle is supposed to go where, where the arms are supposed to attach because you get one picture. Mm hmm. And you have to try to figure it out. Um, it took me a long time. And the more, like, I didn't use a blow jar. I probably should have. I was using boiling water. The more you add, the harder it is to fit into, like, the coffee cup to soften the yeah, plastic to add the sense. next thing. Mm-hmm. So when it's all assembled, it takes up, like, a foot square. Because it's scale and accurate to the movie. So it's got, like all these crazy bendy tentacles and like monster arms and spider legs. And it's fucking crazy. And then it kind of comes apart under its own weight. So like, it's really hard to get everything to stay put. Um, especially with like the little tiny ball joints that are popping in, but I'm complaining about it, but I can't think of any other way they could have done it. Yeah. Which is also like, what would you, what are you going to do? Like a straight peg because then it's not movable. Right. Like, I, it's hard. But then I'm also thinking, like, it's cool having all this stuff in there. But I have I don't have a foot square of display space anywhere. So I'm going to take all these tentacles off mm-hmm. for the most part. Because where the fuck is it, you know, 10 inches of a bendy tentacle going to go in my displays without taking out, like, 15 action figures? It doesn't work. Um, so it's it's kind of, it's awesome. Buy it. But it's almost too much. Uh, Honestly, you know I, mean? I, I almost picked it up. I saw it at Target the other day. And as, as cool as it is, I had that exact reaction of like, where am I going to display this? Um, it looks badass. Like, it looks like a really fucking cool toy. And the sculpt is gorgeous. But again, it's like, I just don't have the room for it. It's kind of my reaction to the modern day play sets where it's like, as much as I want to get Snake Mountain. 
as much as I would love to have backed Eternia. Hell, as much as I would love to back the uh, Super 7 Cobra airship that like I've just been drooling over since they announced it, I just don't have the space for those. So yeah. I, I think that's that is something a lot of collectors do struggle with is like, where am I going to put this thing? Um, having said all that, it looks awesome without the tentacles. I have uh, just That's just good. to like butt in real quick with to echo Mike's Mike's thoughts. I've been seeing uh, as as everyone uh, knows in the podcast, uh, I'm a big Lego fanatic, and I don't know if any of you guys have seen recently. They've announced some pretty huge Lego sets. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like the uh, giant five hundred dollar Avengers Tower. <laughs> What? Uh, that, that comes with 31 minifigures, including one of Kevin Faye. Oh. Jesus. Um, so the meme I keep seeing going around is uh, the Lego set I want, Avengers Tower. The Lego set I can afford, and it's the old Avengers Tower that was like 50 bucks from a few years ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third picture is the Avengers Tower I have space for, and it's just a single blue stud. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm happy to take the old soda dog thing out to put this new, very accurate. Another thing that's just cool. It's it's like a an unboxing experience with this. The details, the hidden details all over it. They must have gotten pictures from Rob Botine or somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, the underside of the dog. It's fucking crazy. Just beautiful to look at. So. Um, for what you're being charged, you're getting two full, they could have charged $40 for each dog easily and they didn't. So that's cool. And the box alone is the prettiest box I've ever done. In my opinion. Uh, no, it's, it's gorgeous. It's just black and red and kick ass. Um, I hope that they figure out the ball joint issue when they do, uh, like the spider head eventually like the Blair monster. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope there's another way because like the little teeny tiny ball joints, you kind of have to heat and pop in. They kind of come out under their own weight eventually. So if there's another way, maybe like longer pegs or something to make it work, to be a little sturdier, to make the whole assembly process go better. I'm totally for it. And the other thing is it has that predator problem where you're going to mangle your thumbs because mm-hmm. there's, sh- there's so many spikes and sharp parts that you're going to push something into something and you're going to scratch your fingers up. So uh, be ready for the thing to take a little bit of your blood. Um, <laughs> that seem, seems oddly appropriate. Guys. Yes. We have locked Josh in a closet and fed him nothing but gunpowder and dog food for three weeks. And we just screamed the word Muppets at him over and over and over. Uh, this is This is accurate. Are you ready to see what that does to a human? <laughs> oh, indeed. I think so. Josh, go for it. Oh, hello, friends, and welcome back to Muppet Labs, where we're bringing you the future today. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew here, and I want to bring you some new innovations with the help of my very good assistant, Beaker. Beaker? Me, 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 me. That's right, Beaky. We have wonderful things to show you today, which are very much in line with the sexual deviant nature of this podcast that we've taken over the broadcast for. So today, I'm going to present you 
with Muppet Labs infinitely expanding anal probe. Isn't that right, Beaky? Yes, that's right. And you're going to be the first test subject. Isn't that exciting? Yes, well, if you'll just come here. Yes, come here, Beaky. All right, well, let me just use the grabber. Okay, we have Beaker here. Beaker, are you ready? Well, we're going to take it and insert it like this. All right. It's inserted, and then we're going to turn it on. Are you ready, Beaker? Okay, we're going to turn it up to one. And we'll turn it up to two. And, oh, what's that? We have a vibrating feature. And we'll turn it off. Now, Beaky, how was that? All right. So we're going to let Beaky recover. But remember, if you need infinitely expanding anal probes that also vibrate, come to the finest. Come to Muppet Labs. Until next time. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. <laughs> I, I didn't know Beaker being anally violated was something that would happen today. <laughs> oh shit! Poor Beaker. <laughs> I don't know. He sounded like he started to enjoy it. Oh. Uh, Lord. Full, disclo- full disclosure: Beaker enjoyed it. <laughs> Oh, my God. You guys ready for the news? Yes. So, uh, breaking news that just dropped today. There is a trailer for an animated Garfield movie. Oh, I God, want you I'm guys, so glad you're bringing this up. Guys, hold on to something. Mike, are you holding on to something? Oh, I am. I'm not going to tell you what I'm holding on to, though. Garfield Hi-oh. is voiced by Chris Pratt because these guys wanted to try something different. <laughs> and he's Fuck. doing his finest Chris Pratt voice. Uh, it's it's almost becoming the joke of um, Deuce Bigelow. Like, Rob Schneider is a character. Like, Chris yeah. Pratt is voicing this fucking cartoon character. <laughs> Shocker. Oh. Oh. Chris Pratt doesn't try and voices this podcast. Chris and- Pratt. And let's make it even fucking weirder, because it's not just Chris Pratt voicing Garfield. It's Chris Pratt voicing Garfield, finding his long-lost father, who's voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. <sighs> and Odie's the straight man. <laughs> whatever. Oh, well, whatever. It's not for me. I I saw someone someone say that, give a very solid take on this, and uh, and it was basically like, Dear God, it's almost like Bill Watterson could see in the future when he locked Calvin and Hobbes down. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank, thank you, Bill Watterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, owner and creator uh, Larson of the Far Side, thank you for just making it calendars. Nothing else. We don't need Chris Pratt voicing that, too. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Chris Pratt reads you the Far Side calendar. Uh. <laughs> 
and like nothing against Chris Pratt. I think he's funny. I like Star Lord. I've yeah. the shit that I've seen from him from um, Community, not Community, um, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yeah. Funny. He's, he is fucking hilarious in Parks and Rec, but uh, you know that that I, my enjoyment of him on Parks and Rec does not make me want him to voice every fucking possible cartoon character. No, right. and like, why didn't Samuel Jackson voice Garfield? Yeah, I serious. I don't know. Like, I I always feel like Garfield should be like sound half asleep and kind of annoyed. The yeah. 80s voice actor for Garfield. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Don't change it. He's still alive, right? I, say, uh, I think so. But even even Bill Murray did a great job yes. in, the, in the previous movies. And I love that just that bit of trivia that the same guy that voiced Venkman on the real Ghostbusters voiced Garfield in the cartoon and Wait, then you know dave dave goulier right um i'm not sure let's consult the we'll bones. have to consult the bones is it, is it but is it alonzo music but i know it, the same guy did both vankman and garfield and then in the live action obviously vankman is played by bill murray and then garfield's played by bill murray yeah it's uh lorenzo music mm-hmm. um oh he's dead oh that's dark never mind but you know, it's like as long as Peter Cullen drives draws breath, right. um, you know, let him voice Optimus Prime. Just although Alan Tudyk is very entertaining in Transformers Earth Spark. Yeah, or Frank, or whatever. It, it's just Chris Pratt's got enough money. What the fuck? And if you well, say it, his name fast enough, it sounds like a crisp rat. And like <laughs> he's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Doesn't Arnold slap him around? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> You are not the voice of Mario. Stop it. Uh, although I will chime in and say that I, I absolutely adore that uh, between between two seasons in Park, Parks and Rec is when he uh, got cast as Star-Lord. So there's yeah. a distinct change in his physique. And the entire way they handle it in show is someone being like, so all that just from drink and stopping drinking beer? Yep, I just don't drink beer anymore, and I look like this. <laughs> that's pretty good. And that's it. That's all that's ever mentioned about it. <laughs> so I've never looked at Katherine Schwarzenegger. Katherine Eunice Schwarzenegger. I don't get it. I, I really... She's got that, like scary skinny look about her giant chiclet teeth anyways i'm I'm (laughs) giant chiclet teeth although i will i will chime in with my my own my own bit of exciting movie news that i shared with y'all earlier and oh yeah that i I, this morning i was ready to fully fucking rant against warner brothers and you know to a degree i still will yeah and rightfully so but holy shit, instead of just shelving it for a 30 million tax write-off, Warner Brothers is doing the right thing and letting the filmmaker shop Coyote versus Acme around. Yeah. Which, apparently, uh, from the time the news broke to them essentially like backpedaling and being like, you can shop it around, uh, basically all of Hollywood canceled meetings with Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, I hope to God it's like Zaslav or whatever the guy that's in charge of uh, yeah. Warner Brothers right now. That's basically ruining everything mm-hmm. that he touches at Warner Brothers. Not that Warner Brothers was in good shape before he showed up, 
But like the shit that he's like publicly saying, like he wants to monetize everything WV video games. Like he wants to have microtransactions out the ass. Um, right. He he will write off any fucking movie if he thinks that he can get the tax write off instead of throwing it at the box office. Which Coyote versus it would have made thirty million. You wouldn't even yeah. have to advertise it. It's a cart. It's a kids movie. You would have been fine. But Netflix would give you. 31 million for i don't fucking understand it um and apparently like everyone involved said the test screenings all rated in the 90s from the beginning which is fucking unheard of yeah it john cena's in it who is kids love him uh, whatever uh, thank god that we're gonna get a chance to see it now um, i don't know if this is gonna end up being true or not uh but i i saw some of the concept art going around and some of the concept art of the lobby for Acme Studios uh, makes it makes it seem like it is basically in both a shared universe with Roger Rabbit and Looney Tunes back in action. Thank you. Because they have a giant portrait of Marvin Acme and a giant portrait of, uh, I can't think of the character's name, but Steve Martin is the CEO of Acme. Cool. Um you know, you mentioned Roger Rabbit. I think the best place for this to go would be Disney Plus. You know, apparently the Disney is the only one that is not vying for it because it's Looney Tunes, and Looney Tunes going to Disney is pretty much forbidden. I know, but it just feels right. Um, Unfortunately, I think once it's officially shelved, it can't come back like Batgirl. Yeah. Um, not that I ever want anything in that DC universe after the Flash. Unfortunately, that movie puts such a sour taste in my mouth that I don't want to see Michael Keaton in Batman. Like, stop. Just well, let see, him live the in the 80s and the early 90s. The interesting thing was, it was supposedly there was when when Flash and Batgirl were in pre-production. It was kind of an internal battle of which would be the canon movie. So both were moving forward as if they were a canon movie. So it would be a different take on Michael Keaton, Batman, and think of him more as Batman Beyond mentor old Bruce. Which is what they wanted originally, and that's what they convinced him to not be the vulture. And to come back was uh, just whatever. I hope he got paid. And uh, hopefully like Beetlejuice kind of writes the wrongs uh let me talk about toy news so the very last day of the has lab for giant man it got funded it made it to the second tier which is the zombie head so you can have zombie giant man it almost made it to the scroll didn't quite get there but everyone um, wanted the zombie really pretty much um I thought they were going to give it, like, one more day to kind of eke out the, like, last 400 purchases they needed to get it to the scroll, but they didn't for whatever reason. Um, but last minute, people jumped on it, and it got funded, which is good. Um, on the other side of the coin, the PKA meter they put up got funded in less than a day. Damn. People went nuts for it, which – and the ghost trap, which is funny to me because Mattel just did one less than 10 years ago. Um, now – I think the really cool with this the thing with this one is I don't know how how much you dug into it. The PKE meter is a uh, working EMF reader. 
I didn't. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, it's, I was just going to make the point that I can't predict what's going to work and what's not going to work. Because if you told me that they're going to HasLab a PKE meter at the price they were going to do it, I'd tell you it's not going to work. But Ghostbusters fans were ready to put the money up. So I, I hope they're not greedy about it and keep going back to that well and they know not to abuse it like they do with Marble. Well, I think with Ghostbusters fans, it's that they don't get a lot to begin with. And they are there are huge Ghostbusters fans. Like it's a really yes. big fandom, but they're they don't get a ton of stuff. Like I know every single Comic Con I go to, there are just people dressed in full blown, like custom uh Ghostbuster outfits with their own proton packs. Like it's it's definitely a big collector field, but you know, there's not a lot out there. So yeah, they get thrown a bone, they're gonna back it. Yeah. Um, cool. I'm glad that they're doing it and that the Ghostbusters fans get some love. Um, and Frozen Empire looks exciting. Yeah. Frozen Empire looks pretty damn cool. I'm more excited about it than I was. I wasn't really excited for the last one. I watched it, liked it a lot more than I thought it would. So I'm kind of happy to go back to these characters. So it's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. McFarlane is releasing Diablo and Warhammer posed action figures. Mike, you know what posed action figure is? Ah, it's a fucking statue. Yeah, it's McFarlane back to his old tricks. It pisses Um, me off, too, because now I have being a lifelong Blizzard fan. uh, I have yet to get proper Blizzard action figures. Every single time it's promised, it's some bullshit. So like when DC was doing it, it was static action figures like, you know, fucking stations again. They looked great but they weren't action figures. And then we got the uh, Mega Bloks when it was still Mega Bloks, Warcraft figures, but there was a ton of problems with them. This was back when their quality control sucked. And because the, they sold so poorly, we never got the StarCraft stuff. And now McFarland's doing it. And it's like, okay, hey, cool. You know, I don't even care if they're, they're staction figures. Like, just give me something cool. Oh, the sculpting looks great. The paint apps are ass. So it's like, well, looks like I'm not getting these either. Yeah. Just pisses me off. Well, I, mean, you I, got just, the, I just want an undead warlock, damn it. You got the good uh, Warhammer 40,000, 40K mm. guys that you like from Japan. Yes, those uh, I, I still love from Joy Toy. Uh, let's see here. McFarlane is making Mandy, which is old news, but I guess he's starting to hit shelves. If you're a fan of Mandy, mm. uh, I don't know. It's Nicolas it's Cage. A, he doesn't really get a lot of merchandise. Um, Mondo is making a accurate-looking RJ McCready. Um, I think those that extra jump up in scale lets you kind of catch the details of Kurt Russell, which is pretty cool. But, you know, it's Mondo, so it's going to be very expensive. Um, I don't know why this hasn't gotten more press. Maybe it's just not in our, our sphere of influence, but NECA's going back to Nightmare Before Christmas. And they're doing a deluxe clothed Jack Skellington. And it's pretty badass looking. Um, I know there's like a billion Nightmare Before Christmas figures. And NECA did everything back in the day, but these are a little bit bigger. They're about nine inches. They're deluxe. Pretty cool. Um, I don't know if they're bendy or they just have like joints where they need to. I think it's sweet. If you don't have a Jack Skellington, it's one of those evergreen properties. Like who wouldn't want Nightmare Before Christmas as a property? Um, There's some new Marvel Legends announcements. Uh, Lalandra, who is an X-Men character, who previously you could kind of, you got her head with Mystique, and you could kind of piece her together with some other figures. She's coming out. 
They're making a retro-carded Wasp and some new Spider-Man stuff in Jack-O-Lantern. Hollow's Eve, who is a Scarlet Spider character, and she has tradable, like, swappable Halloween masks. Which apparently and, give her the powers of the masks? Yeah, that's her, her gimmick, is that she gets to be Dracula. She puts a Dracula mask on. She gets, like, Dracula's powers, which is cool as shit, in my opinion. It reminds me of the old X-Men 2099 character, Halloween Jack. Oh, I who, forgot about him, yeah. Great character. Uh, there is a superposable Scarlet Spider coming out and Tombstone in a suit, which is pretty cool. NECA is wrapping up the Remco Glow-in-the-Dark figures with Glow-in-the-Dark Dracula, um, which looks pretty cool. Um, if you're a Godzilla fan, Toho has been doing shorts where they recreate. Uh, they do this every year for Godzilla Day. This year they're recreating Godzilla versus Megalon um, with it's either nice CGI or newer updated suit technology. So there's some really cool stuff. If you go online, you can catch it. Um, seeing Megalon as like an updated CGI model is pretty badass. It really was. Yeah. If you're a fan of like that era, late seventies, Godzilla, really cool. Now for the meat and bones of this podcast, uh, it's better than a key of cocaine. We're going to talk about the turtles of Grayskull. Woohoo. Woohoo. Um, I wasn't excited when they initially revealed these. I don't remember if we talked about them on the last podcast because they've gone all out and they've showed us three waves of the turtles of gray skull. Um, the first wave didn't have me that excited, but then the next two waves kind of hooked me and the figure that got me was shredder. Really? That's, that's when that's I saw it, I was like, Okay. This is, I didn't want crazy, crazy. Like, I don't want Shredder that's half bat. I don't know. Um, But they made Hordak Shredder. Let me bring it up so I can accurately describe the figures that they have showed off. I will will jump in and say I am the most excited for body horror, the thing, Moss Man. Yes. Yes. That one. Him and Mouse Jaw. Are the two yes. that got me most excited, along with Krang. Let me but, break down these guys in order, and we'll comment on all of them. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? Yes. Perfect. So, and when we're done, don't comment yet. We can talk about the glaring omissions from the line that they haven't revealed yet. So this is Mattel making their version of what would happen if the Ninja Turtles came to Eternia. But they're also doing crazy renditions of popular characters like He-Man, etc. So right off the bat, you've got Leonardo, who is kind of the He-Man character with two swords that look like they should connect. I don't think they do. Apparently like, they do. They Okay, it's the, both halves of the power sword. All of the turtles have a gimmick where they can take their shells off and use them as a shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the only thing that kind of bugs me because they, I, their shells should not come off. That's Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's their body. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Um, I get like storage shells. I get the gimmick. It's fine. Um, I just like, what's the back look like when they take the shell off? Is it empty? Is it just a pig hole? Can you see like their guts? Um, (laughs) next you have Donatello as man at arms, kind of like he's the tech guy, but also man at arms with like a samurai motif. It seems to be a running theme is that a lot of the He-Man guys are getting samurai themes. 
They both come with a bow staff that connects to make a giant man-at-arms club bow staff. Mm-hmm. If you can picture like Donnie's bow with man-at-arms club on both ends. So you got to get them both to clip them together, which kind of pisses me off. Um, Donatello has man-at-arms armor in purple. And Man-at-Arms has, like, a samurai garb and a crazy huge helmet and a turtle shell shield. Um, I wouldn't normally get this Man-at-Arms, but I'll get him to complete Donnie. You've got mutagen-infected He-Man that is either light purple or clear plastic, depending on the pictures that you're looking at. I, I personally really like this one. He looks fucking crazy and awesome. He's got like long ass arms. Yeah. Um, but there's two different pictures of like, there's a packaged one where he comes with like Spike Wars Club and he's semi transparent. But then there's the product images where he has Spike Wars Club and it's all bent and he's not clear plastic and he's got an open hand. Yeah. So I'm guessing the packaged one is what we're getting, which I would prefer clear plastic. Um, I just kind of want the open hand because it looks monstrous and his arms are like long, like a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird looking in the best way. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, rounding up this wave is Krang on the Andre, the giant body. So he's a bigger character. You can pop his torso apart and put the Krang torso on. And he's like a green ogre. And he's got clip on hands of the ball and chain and the battle axe. He's crazy in the best kind of way. Um, I need I, him. Yeah, I wasn't sold on him at first because I hate the combination of green and red for a color. But he's got everything else that makes him awesome. The ball and chain hand, the battle axe hand, fucking Krang. Like, what's what's not to love? That's wave one. It seems like what they're going with is each wave comes with a big-ass character. I don't know if they're priced more, if they have like a deluxe price point or not. Uh, Wave two, you get Ram Man as a Ram. So like if Ram Man was making out with a Ram and it got exposed to mutagen, so he's half Ram, if you can just picture that. And he comes with the traditional axes that Ram Man comes with, and he's clear plastic too, I hope. There's no package images of him, but it seems like they're going that with that motif for some of these characters. Um, He's just cool. I think he's of... Like, the newer designs, he's pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Uh, Shredder, if he worked for the Horde. And he's... Shredder is, like, a perfect design of a character. I don't think, like, you need to change him to fit him in to Masters of the Universe that much, and they didn't. Uh, So instead of the Horde bat symbol, he's got the Foot Clan symbol of, like, the Shredder spikes. He comes with a badass battle axe and the Horde crossbow. In all the Shredder stuff he should have. If you can picture this. If I'm describing it correctly. Um, he looks cool. This one is one of the weaker ones. But I'm still going to get it. Because I didn't get this guy originally. But Beastman as a samurai? Yeah, uh, I, love, looks... I love the armor. Yeah. I love his whip. He's got this like spiked Simon Belmont chain whip. Going on. But it's vintage Beastman underneath. Um. And I missed him when he first came out. And he's got, like, a cool samurai helmet. It's just weird. Like, I don't know why Beastman would wear this, but whatever. Um, what were you going to say, Josh? I was just going to say, yeah, I, I love the armor, but I am a little disappointed that it's just Beastman with armor. Yeah, like, yeah, he could be huge or something. I don't know. 
Um, Raphael mashed with Ram Man, sort of. He's got like a Ram Man helmet, but then he's got this like gauntlet that goes over his hand that has his side attached to it. So he's sort of like Aquaman. The the gauntlet hand is pretty cool though. It's and his sides are huge. Yeah, they're, they're like, like swords. swords. Yeah. It's fucking cool. I, I like it. Um, this next one is one of the two standouts that Josh mentioned. Mossman as like a nuts Lovecraftian plant monster, and he's clear green plastic. If you I can lo- picture this, <laughs> it's I love the crazy. Venus flytrap head attachment. <laughs> yeah, and like he's got like vine claws and back tentacles. It's crazy in the best way. Um, I need like it. yeah. Uh, I was going to mention this in the news, and I didn't mention this. People are having this problem. Uh, Mossman, Mike, the flocking mm-hmm. is just falling off. Mm, yeah, I have. I still haven't even found him. Um, I was playing with mine, and like all the everything on his back is just gone. There's just a pile of green fuzz. I, I do have to comment that I was playing with my Mossman, and the fuzz fell off. Sounds very dirty. I played with him too hard. Uh, <laughs> you might want to wait and just let this be your boss, man, because um, it sucks for like what you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Piss me off. Um. A next new crazy free invention. Trefjaw, if he was worked on by Baxter Stockman. And it's crazy. I Comes with it. a mouser. And all of his robot parts are white via Baxter Stockman. His jaw, his lower jaw is a mouser jaw. He's got a flame attachment, finally. Um, well, his whole helmet is a mouser, is a mouser head. Like yeah. if you look, he's got the eye on top of his head, and the the jaw is the opening where his face is, and then the bottom part of the jaw is the trap jaw. It's fucking crazy. It looks like the mouser might come apart and attach to him, like you could put the head on his hand. Mm-hmm. The pictures are, yeah, he's got like his the legs come off and clip to the belt, and then the the mouser body attaches to the end of this arm, so it could be like the flamethrower attachment. It's nuts he comes with roboto attachments but then he also there's a picture where he's got a new arm that like isn't in any other pictures with a regular robot hand it's confusing i think he's deluxe and he's got a lot of stuff with him um but he's cool yeah i don't know why i wouldn't want him i love this next guy because i just love the character but slash and faker mm-hmm. combined as slacker slicker <laughs> he i love his head sculpt yes the head sculpt is fantastic it's the perfect batshit crazy one huge eye one little eye slash i love mm-hmm. that the dials on his chest are pizza yes yep. he's got so torn good. armor with the pizza tampo underneath instead of the tape deck and he's got slashes crazy ass knives mm-hmm. as accessories it's well, super cool and- I love how the the are the handguard on the the knives mimic the old claws that he used to have on his hands too. Yes, it's mwah, chef's kiss. Give it to me right now. Um, that's what they've shown. Uh, spending lots of time by myself, thinking really hard. There's two characters that are glaring omissions that I I feel like are guaranteed to be in there. Everything else we can kind of 
infer, but there's no Michelangelo yet, and there's no Skeletor. Right. And there's also no April, Tila, or Evelyn. Or, or Casey. Or Splinter. Um, Although there is there is that image that was released that has Splinter, Michelangelo, Casey, Hordak, and Tila. Oh, and Skeletor on the image, the Turtles of Grayskull image. So I'm sure they're coming. I'll take yeah. it. Um, I'm guessing they're going to stick with the samurai theme for the Masters guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they would do to Mikey. Because he doesn't fit know. any character aesthetic except for Orko. And I don't want that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do and I don't. Uh, I would want it if it's in if it's paying homage to the uh, 2012 Nick Turtles D&D characters where Donatello was a wizard. Mm-hmm. Michael Urkelo. Yeah, Michael Urkelo. <laughs> oh, God damn, that's really cool. Um, I guess it, I, I trust them. They've made the rest of these work. I, I hope they can do Michelangelo. And I would be really happy if Skeletor was paying homage to the 2000X Samurai Skeletor. Oh, yeah. Would be sweet. But again, do your own thing. Go nuts. Um, I mean, it, personally, I don't think I'm going to buy all of these, but I'm definitely going to get a good chunk of them because there's a lot that I really Yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to buy one and be like, oh, I just need this one, and then I'll get them all like a fucking crazy person. Um, <laughs> Surprisingly enough, I don't feel like I need either Donnie or Man-at-Arms, and Donnie is my favorite turtle, but I'm not crazy about the design. Of the turtles they showed... I like, I think Raphael's my favorite design, followed closely by Leonardo, because Leonardo just looks like a badass warrior. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't look like he's not over the top. Donnie as Man-at-Arms, it's like, eh, I would have much rather them crossed Roboto with Donnie, and did kind of a pay homage to, like, the Robo Donnie from the end of the 2012 uh, Nick Turtles, um, where he's, you know, he's basically a new metalhead. I would have loved that, like cross metalhead and Roboto and Donnie together and give us that. I would have been all over it. But Um, Man-at-Arms Donnie, eh. I mean, there's enough meat on the bone they could keep this going for a while. Yeah. I'm kind of upset that this wasn't like a trade-off where Playmates does their version of Masters of the Universe. Yeah, that would have been cool as shit. Um, That would have hurt so bad because you know we would have been buying all of them. Like, if you made crazy uh, high school sketchbook style versions of He-Man and Skeletor, like in Mm -hmm. the new movie style, oh, oh, man. Um, Maybe it's still coming. Maybe they're keeping it close to the chest. I don't think they're going to. It doesn't. I don't know. Um, or I just picture the, you know, like, oh, I'm Leonardo dressed up as He-Man. I'm just a variant. You know, like, right. just to kind of keep the line fresh, like, you know, Star Trek Turtles and all that stuff. Um, it's awesome. And I'm glad that they're keeping He-Man fresh. This is a product for a year mm-hmm. for Masters Universe for Mattel, um, which they need to buy time and keep things on the shelf until the inevitable Masters Universe movie. Mm-hmm. which probably would have come out a lot sooner if it wasn't for the much-deserved actors and writers strike. Um, so I'm thinking with the success of Barbie, they're like looking at all their properties now and smelling money. Um, what are, I mean, like horror, like what did you, did they just show like regular Michelangelo or was he dressed up as something? 
well, in oh, that in picture the, you saw. In, in the picture? Oh, no, they're they're just the regular characters. It's basically, it's it's on, um, let me see here. It's it's on Toy, I don't, Toy News International. If yeah, it's, it's not a, a tease of what they're going to look like, I don't, I'm fine. Yeah, no, it, it just says Turtles of Grayskull, and it's like, you see, uh, like, Grayskull in the middle and on the left side, there's all the Masters characters, and on the right side, there's the Turtles characters. So, like, on one side, it's New York City, on one side, it's Eternia, and you just see, like, Beastman, Skeletor, Trapjaw, Ramman, Hordak, Man-at-Arms, Tila, and He-Man, and then Shredder, Krang, Casey, the four Turtles, and Splinter. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Another character I couldn't wrap my head around what they would do would be Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. But again, maybe they're just going to make him a cool-looking barbarian. Um, I'd be I'd be fine with that. Yeah, the only other too. the only other three that I think are huge omissions are the Foot Soldier and Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh yeah, and I feel like Bebop, Rocksteady, April, Splinter, like they're all. I feel like they're all coming. Yeah, um, I hope so. Or maybe they're just waiting to see how these sell mm-hmm. before they go crazy, which I can't blame them. Um, with He Man being so iffy, I feel like these are gonna sell like hotcakes. But um, I've been I wrong mean, before. Considering I can barely find the uh, the new turtles from the the you know recent movie, um, I granted I can find the actual turtles, but none of the other characters. Yeah. Um, I would say that that's gonna do pretty well because I, I think turtles still sells pretty well. Let's hope. Um, let's hope for more like collabs too. I mm-hmm. think that's a, a fun thing. Uh, I I want to see something like yeah see now it and this could go either way too because like but I I want to see like Ninja Turtles versus Jesus yeah <laughs> like what would Jesus mutate into a fish <laughs> see I was maybe. I was gonna say just just imagine or just imagine on the opposite end of the spectrum, like David David and Goliath mutated into too bad. Oh yeah, that, that's <laughs> they <funny>. can't <laughs> Um, <laughs> I got no jokes for this. I'm just trying to think of other crossover well, I mean, lines I, that would be great because I mean, obviously we're, we're finally getting the GI Joe Transformers crossovers and having got both uh, the Megatron and Bumblebee that they released already. Oh, I, uh, I, we get yeah, a special the, guest appearance and I have news. Uh, I was going to say the oh, Hello, child. yes, and I'll join you when I come out. Okay. No sharp items. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> is there is there sand on the floor? Thank you. How's mom? Okay. Yep. She really wants to make zombies, and I'm super, super excited because it's finally something that I can relate to her with. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I can't do the girly stuff. I just it doesn't work. Um. Well, they're doing Stranger Things, which I could care less about. Wait, wait Stranger Things with what? Uh, turtles. Oh, Motu. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, and, and Motu. That's right. I forgot about that. They're, uh, they leaked announced that the Triple T, who turns into Cup, yeah, is coming with Sergeant Slaughter. Well, that's I do know, one. no matter Three what, Marauders one cup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. 
Now, see, I'm definitely going to get that sound wave because, I mean, come on, it's the Thunder Machine and sound wave. It's yeah. two of my oh, yeah. favorite things. Like, that's peanut butter and chocolate right there. Even though the the two care, the, the, the Thunder Machine doesn't make sense why it's sound wave, but I don't care. It's fucking awesome. That's funny. Um, Those are both names that I refer to my butt ass. <laughs> <laughs> sound wave and Thunder Machine. That makes sense. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say peanut butter and chocolate. I mean, that too. <laughs> But what other what other toy lines do you guys think would, would go well together? Because obviously uh, no one saw the Turtles of Grayskull coming, but it looks pretty fucking rad. Um, and obviously, like I said, you know, G.I. Joe and uh, Transformers is great. But what else could could they do? I'm trying to think. Let's see here. Because, I mean, there, there's plenty of stuff that's like, OK, if you cross oh. it over with with Lego or something, it would be great. Wait, but... wait, wait. I got one. I got one that you guys are really going to like. What's that? Thundercats and Toxic Crusaders. Oh, that would be Ooh. fun. Uh, well, Thundercats and Masters of the Universe. I feel like that's too samey. I feel like they're they're so similar that they just feel like they should have like a crossover where they go on adventures together and nobody like you know it's yeah, not like the Thundercats like, dressed up like Masters. You know, you just you would want like Lino. Well, they've done it before with like the the Funko guys, but you want like Lino in Masters Universe so you can just play with him. So they're yeah. not different heights. Um, God damn, they've done Universal. The Turtles have crossed over so much stuff. Well, and that's the already, thing. The, tur- you know? the Turtles famously have done this. like, But not a lot of other toy brands have have done the the whole crossover. Um, and it always bugged me that like it took so long for Hasbro to cross G.I. Joe and Transformers. Since it's yeah. like they did it in the cartoons. They did it in the comics. Everybody lo- wanted it in the toys. And they just never did it until like, you know, a couple years ago. I don't know wait, why. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys the, uh, the, I'm gonna give you guys the best and most ridiculous crossover possible. Sure. Okay. Marvel Legends DC figures. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now, now hold on. <laughs> to, to be fair, they did that whole amalgam universe back in the '90s with like, was it Dark Claw and like Look. the different. <laughs> I don't go into Marvel Legends too much because our audience isn't big into Marvel Legends, but like in my spare time, because you guys know I'm a completist, mm-hmm. I go into this shit all the time. Yes, Amalgam, like Dark Claw, yeah. I would shit my pants, but it's never going to happen. Yeah, um, it would be a really cool figure, though. And I just sold a bunch of my Mattel DC stuff because the fucking plastic was breaking down and leaching mold release. Like, you could not get rid of it. It was the worst. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's also you have the problem of like, how many fucking Batmans do you need? And like yeah. I you I can guarantee it, if Marvel Legends came out, it would be Batman, 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 Batman. And oh, it's like, of course. Enough. Um, you know what I'm thinking of right now? I think it would be Badass, Masters Universe, and Golden Girls. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, and yes. I would buy the hell out of that. Come on, Sophia. Cross with Skeletor. Just whooping ass. Picture it. Eternia, 1922. <laughs> Ooh, I've, got a, I've actually got a really good one that's more fun than it should be. What? Gargoyles and Jurassic Park. Oh. Ooh. Oh, that would be interesting. Imagine, a, like, imagine like clans of, clans of gargoyles riding different dinosaurs. Ah, damn it. That would be so cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Just make like gargoyles you can play with again. 
bring yeah. it back. You know, like if I heard Disney Plus was like, we're, you know, X-Men was so popular, we're going to do Gargoyles next. And then one of the toy companies was like, we're making toys and they're affordable and you can bang them up. I would be so happy. So, Honestly, so happy. You know, thinking about it, the 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 Masters crossover is kind of the perfect crossover just because of the the way the the bodies have the pop and swap features and like you can do some crazy shit with them. Yep. Like going back to the the Funko uh, Masters stuff that they did, where they they were like, we're gonna do Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and DC, you know, barbarians and random shit. Like a lot of properties could cross over with the masters of the universe origins and be awesome. Like mortal Kombat characters crossed over with the masters of the oh. Universe origins. I would fucking love that. Oh shit. Don't, don't tease me with a good time. That would be amazing. Um, something I noticed that they did, right. I mean, play, or I'm glad they did because some companies miss this. The turtles are all different shades of green. Yes. Um, and the right shades of green. So these are like classic toy color shades of green. So like Donnie is dark. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, give me Mortal Kombat, please. I'm Take still waiting money. for a, for a good Mortal Kombat toy line. Um, yeah. Well, you know, Warner Brothers wants to take your money, Mike, so I'm sure it's going to happen. Yeah, but they'll probably give it back to McFarlane and then they'll be like, oh, look, the sculpt, uh, the sculpt is great, but the plastic falls apart and the paint job sucks. Well, he'll he'll just fix that by not making any articulation. <laughs> this is true. I'm He's, still bummed because I bought that Baraka as soon as it came out and his blades are like they're so gummy and rubbery they can't even hold a pose like if you have him with his arm up where the blade is sticking up it immediately starts to droop over well see uh, i mean hey 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 it's your friend Todd mcfallen here <clears throat> you you made, made a rookie mistake buying buying the baraka figure because uh you could have solved your problem if you bought two. <laughs> oh, todd todd the todd well uh, they're coming out spring, which means they're coming out soon. And I, for one, am super excited. So look forward to us ranting and raving or pissing and moaning about them very, very soon. And if you guys thought Josh was done with Muppet Insanity, he's never done. Never. Ever. So we have one last word from the Muppets. <clears throat> There's and... Muppet Insanity contained in every part of my body. Yes is genetics and then we are going to wrap things up with the hall of fame and skedaddle so we'll be right back okay y'all welcome to your first therapy session mr scooter oh hi hi chief yeah you do not have to call me chief i am your doctor okay chief Uh, okay yeah this is going to be problem we'll move past that for now but Mr. Scooter. Yeah, Chief. So we're going to get to the root of your problems. I understand you've been having a little problem with your sister. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't call it a problem, Chief, but uh, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's, well, it's a situation to say the least. Okay, yeah, what is the situation? Well, you see, uh, as a Muppet, I, I frequently have a hand inside me. Uh, so when I don't have a hand inside me, uh, I, I'm just regular old scooter, you see? But then 
once I feel those fingers wriggling up inside me, well, that's when Skeeter comes out. So, so you see, my issue is I, I, I am my sister, Chief. Oh, yeah, boy, we're going to need more than one session for this. Okay, so you're telling me that Skeeter is not a real person? Well, I mean, she's real in the respect that uh, I, I think the fingers just hit an octave in a certain way. And, and all of a sudden, I, I'm just my sister. And I, it feels real nice. So I, I just want to be my sister for a little longer. Can you understand that, Chief? Oh, boy, I don't think I am cut out for this. But you, you, are you happy with your work? Well, you know, to do most of my work, I've got to have a hand inside me. Oh, that's a very strange thing to say. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's just how we work. We have hands inside us. I mean, we have permanently prolapsed anuses, Chief. And that's not something we complain about. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so... We gotta end this session early because I'm gonna have a long conversation with your boss because this is a work hazard. You understand me? You cannot have hands inside you while you work. Well, I mean, I've got my hand inside you right now, Chief. Oh boy. Yeah, that I was, was just gonna end it with Scooter. <laughs> yeah. That was disturbing. The never-ending fisting is <laughs> whose hand isn't who? We'll <laughs> whose hand is it anyway? <laughs> oh, yeah, that I I don't know why, but I just started giggling to myself at the idea of Scooter also being Skeeter because uh, that's the personality that takes over when the hand goes in him. Did Skeeter, Skeeter ever make an Bill. yeah? Did Skeeter ever make an appearance outside of Bubba Babies? I don't you know, so. I would have to check that, but I don't think so. Like, it, there's never been, like, an appearance by, like, adult Skeeter on the Muppets. No. Weird. Um. Okay. You guys ready for Hall of Fame? Sorry. Oh, indeed. The Split Belly Tauntaun one, which, Mike, is yours, I believe. Yes. So, per the rules, you go first. All righty. I don't know if this figure has been nominated before. I, I was racking my brain earlier. I couldn't remember if this was one of the characters that we've nominated. But with all the turtle talk, it made me think of uh, some of the old vintage TMNT figures. And one that I don't think gets a lot of love is Space Usagi. No. Ooh. No. Not and at all. I loved that figure as a kid. I thought he was badass. So um, I'm going to go with Space Usagi. As a kid, when I played with Usagi, he was like the unquestionable killing machine. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like, not in like the Punisher kind of way, but like when Usagi showed up, you're fucked. <laughs> He's going to kill everything. <laughs> um, I just thought he was always like super badass. Uh, Josh. Okay, I'm going to need your guys' help with this one. Yes. Because it's uh, I've had this in mind for a little bit now, and it's a uh, it's a GI Joe, uh, it's a Viper, but I can't remember the name of it. Mike, you ready? Uh, I, I am ready. Kind of kind of looks like a, a weird flattened football helmet with a little visor on the front. 
weird flattened football helmet. Uh, football helmet might be might be a bad description, but it looks like it's kind of a like a flattened helmet that tapers down. Uh, okay. And it's got a little visor on the front. Is he what? is the helmet purple? Yes. And it flips up like he's uh, khaki. And he's got the it's like he's yes. a vehicle driver. Yes. Uh oh, oh, um uh gyro viper. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, thank you. Yep, took me a second cuz I was like I couldn't picture him, but as soon as you, yeah, as soon as you said the khaki. Yep, okay, yeah, I, he he what what was it was it the mamba he drove? I don't know why, but something about like him and the removable helmet. He was he was always a bounty hunter when I played with him. Josh, triple check to make sure that's the one. I am I am looking him up right now, but my internet is moving slow. There's two guys that fit that. That, that is the one I'm thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of, of two two possible ones, and that was one of them, so I will take it. I couldn't remember either name of them. So, Because there's another guy that's got a long like anteater mask type of thing. It's hard to describe with the same color palette. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm pulling up a picture right now. I'm gonna send send a photo to the group photo. chat. Photo. Uh, a photo. I'm pretty sure this is the one. Photomograph. There we go. As soon as it loads. Great podcasting. <laughs> do, 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 yeah, do. that's Gyro Viper. There's another guy who's a Cobra pilot that's got like an all purple face mask. Um. It's like longer. It's almost stormtrooperish. I know the one you're thinking of. Now I'm trying to figure out which one you're thinking of. See, I'm I'm going I'm going through as quickly as I can. You said I'm he's looking... a vehicle driver. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's the Frag Viper. Has the oh, f- has the anteater mask. Yeah, Frag Viper. Frag Viper is no, not a vehicle driver. No, but but guy. Gyro Viper is one of the two that I was thinking of. Okay. Mike, um, are you are you thinking of Arrow Viper, the guy who had the gold helmet that kind of? Nah. Went, hold on. I was gonna say he he piloted the Condor. It was a vehicle that split into two jets. I totally spelled that wrong. Yeah. Why do I lock everything in caps lock? Because I'm trying to like I'm looking up other Cobra pilots. <laughs> I'm like I I'm. Having a hard time no, some. it's not Arrow Viper because I always thought he looked ridiculous with his mask off. Um, let's not mm. grind this to a halt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm I'm definitely going to be on a hunt now, trying to figure it out. But go for it. My pick, uh, Josh has Arrow Viper, not Arrow Viper. Um, Arrow Viper. You know Arrow what? Viper. You know what? I'm just for ease because I feel like this is one more people know because that's that is. I use that figure. I use Gyro Viper as a bounty hunter all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of Hall of Fame, let's go Toxo Viper. He's one. Has he? Yep. Or Toxo Zombie one. I thought Toxo Viper won as well. God damn it. Well, then you know what? I'm going to keep Gyro Viper. Well, let me check. Let me check. <laughs> we need to do a comprehensive like checklist of all the winners. You know how much shit that I need to do for this podcast? And I'm, I just I'm thinking, up... I'm thinking the 88 Toxo Viper. 
I just looked not, it up. Not one. Like all purple Toxo Viper? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. You want Toxo Viper or Gyro Viper? I'm going to go Toxo Viper just because he, he right. uh, they were always on a team together and I couldn't remember what either one was. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go one with you guys may not know. Okay. But I love this thing and I still have it and I think it's the coolest thing ever. The Gurgling Guts Giant Eyeball. <laughs> That's one I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let me send you guys a picture. You might recognize it. It's an eyeball in like clear vinyl and you okay. squish it and the blood comes out and it like gurgles and slurps. Ooh. Let me just Google gurgling guts, G-U-T-Z, yep. and it comes right up. Gurgling guts. I totally had one of those too. Holy crap, I forgot about these things. Remember the gurgling guts? Oh my god. <laughs> these were great. Yeah, I Oh my god, I had the brain one. Um I have the giant eyeball and it's fine. It still works. That's amazing. <sighs> yeah, it didn't break open. Like I've always kept it somewhere where it's not going to like pop and bleed everywhere, but it's fine. Oh, that's I completely forgot these even existed. That's yeah, cool. I want the gurgling guts eyeball. Good pick. This one could go anywhere. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We will be back maybe next week. Do we have Thanksgiving plans, guys? Do we have to do after um, that? I mean, I'm I'm recording on Tuesday that week, and other than that, I don't think I'm recording. Uh, I'm working all week, so just let me know when you need me. Just Monday, Josh. You good? Yeah, I should be good for Monday. All right, uh, we'll be back, and we'll have some sort of fun contest. We'll probably do what we thought of with uh, Give Us Your Best Count. And over the next minor. week, I shall be removing the anal expander from Beaky. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening, and thanks for being a huge fan of Chris Pratt. This is Mike saying play with your toys. It's Mike saying play with yourself. This is Josh saying Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. <laughs> Two Mike's, one Josh. Bye, everybody. Bye. Mike. creepy dot com on the world wide web must i say it again did you not listen count creepy c o u n t k r e e p y ah